Welcome to the Inner Word Minute, where aspiring entrepreneurs come to create a life of options and opportunities and turn their ideas and dreams into reality. I'm Marvin Brown of Inner Word Business Services, and I'm your host. In this weekly podcast, we're going to discuss the infinite number of opportunities to work from any location. You'll learn to reach your goals through our online resources designed to help you build a business that works 24-7 to help you earn passive income from any location. This is Marvelyn Brown with Word Business Services, and today we're going to talk about the difference between active, passive, and residual income. So when you think about the differences in the way you earn or the, the types of income you earn, um, believe it or not, it can really make a huge difference in your outcome. In other words, it can mean the difference between money that trickles in or money that flows. So let's take a look at these three ways of earning and understand more, let's try to understand more about how they can affect your ability to earn. So the first method that we're gonna talk about, the first type of income is active income. And this is the income that we are all familiar with. This is the traditional method of earning. This is what I grew up with. Now earning um, in this way, is what we see when we look at people who go to a typical job. So someone who is physically present at a job. So let's start with a definition. Earning um, active income means that you are present in a transaction where you perform an activity and you get paid for it. So you do something and you get paid for it. Now, a lot of people call this trading time for money because you physically show up at a job um, and you do the work, and then at the end of you know that task, when the person verifies that you've done that task, you get paid. Or in the case of a job, you um, are responsible for a certain set of tasks, and as long as you perform at an adequate level, or you know at a level that your boss um, approves of, you're going to get paid uh, for doing that job. So the one thing that I want to point out with active income is not limited to workers. I've seen business owners who also, um, you know, they use active income to, you know, earn from their business. And so what they've done, if you're a business owner who, number one, if you don't have an online presence or you're someone who does one job at a time, maybe you meet with one client at a time, or maybe you meet with three clients at a time, but you know, you're know you not meeting with people in bulk or in volume. So uh, maybe you set up meetings with people, maybe you do um, you know, online uh, coaching and you only have one person that you're meeting with at a time. Um, in those scenarios, yes, you have a business, but what you've done is you've taken, you've, you've basically, um, you're punching a clock for yourself is basically what you're doing. So you've taken, instead of going into your employer's um, facility, you are just going into your own facility, but you're still punching a clock. 
And there is a book that I read a while back by Robert Kiyosaki. And I want to say that that book is called, it's something about quadrants because this is it's what's coming up to me right now. I want to say it's called something like the income quadrant or something like that. I'm going to look that book up on Amazon and put it below this video because that was where the light bulb came on for me um, after I read this book because he talked about the various, there were like four quadrants and in those quadrants, you had the solo or the, the uh, individual, you know, entrepreneur who worked by himself. You had the, um, like the business person, like a doctor or a lawyer. And then you had the investor and then you had, I forgot what the fourth one was, but anyway, you had these four quadrants and each one of them had pros and cons. But the thing that, st that stands out to me right now is when you're in active income mode, what happens when you get sick, when or if you get sick? You know, and it's, and it's, it's inevitable. We're all going to be subject to illness from time to time. So when you're not able to be physically present, when you think about, and I'll give you an example that I, that I got from the book was a surgeon, someone who performs surgery. They make lots of money. They're a, you know, ultra professional. Um, they've spent years preparing and honing these unique skills that, you know, only certain people have. And, but they get sick and they're not able to physically show up to do the work. Now, they're probably making, you know, in the real world, they're probably making enough money that they have all kinds of investments and insurance and things that protect them in those scenarios. But when you think about the average person who doesn't have all of that, who doesn't make that kind of money, not being physically able to show up to the job has been the thing that has ruined people, you know, not being able to show up to their job. They get sick long enough, or in the case of the global pandemic, you know, uh, places weren't open, uh, places shut down. Some of the businesses went out of business. Some businesses enabled people to work from home. So they were able to keep the income flowing, but there were other people who had to either make a choice between you know, cause all the schools were closed down and, um, daycare centers were closed. So people had to make a decision, you know, do I go to work or do I stay at home with my kids? You know, and that's a heck of a decision to have to make. Um, when you think about making those kinds of decisions, active income, the active income model is not such a great deal. You know, when you think about the fact that there are companies who are in flux, you know, they're either right sizing or downsizing or upsizing or whatever. And those decisions, you know, can really wreak havoc on families. You know, if you're not able to physically show up, what do you do? And so I'm going to put that book, I'm going to put a link to that book. I'm going to look it up. I think I have it in my bookcase, but I'm going to look it up and put a link to it below this video, because I think every entrepreneur or even everyone who has a nine to five job needs to read that book and understand how, you know, the kinds of income that you make can depend, can really, you know, depend 
on um, or help you, it can either make or break you when it comes to your finances. You know, whether you're able to retire, whether you have to keep working, you see some of these older people who are working in Walmart as a greeter. Do you think they really want to be sitting up there on that bench talking about hi? Or would they rather be at home relaxing and living their best life? You know, of course they would rather be at home, but they have to be at Walmart or they have to be at McDonald's or, you know, whatever, because they need the income. So, you know, these decisions on the types of income uh, that you want to make, the kinds of income that you do make can really be a deal breaker. And I'll just leave it at that. So active income, you have to be present in order to make active income. Next, we have passive income. Now, of course, we all know about passive income. I'm sure that, you know, in some way you've heard about passive income. But do you really understand what it is and how it can help you and why you want it, right? So passive income is earned when you provide something of value to the market. And you get paid for it without having to be present. So this is more of a non-traditional method. So when I was growing up, you know, my mom and dad both went to work. My dad eventually left his job and started a business. So I got to see the business side, you know, having your own business type thing um, growing up. But my mom always had a job. And so my dad could, you know, use her health insurance and, you know, maintain his business. But when you think about passive income, because my dad had to physically show up, he was one of those people that had a business, but he had to show up in order to make that business work. You know, if he didn't show up, then the business would have gone belly up. You know, he had to be there. And so when you think about the, the passive income and you think about, how not being present, you know, earning while you're not there and that impact, the impact that that can have on your life and how it can really help you um, move from being someone who lives paycheck to paycheck to being someone who can maybe save some money or someone who can um, breathe a little bit more, you know, exhale a little bit more sleep a little bit better at night because they're, you know, passive income might be just what you need to, um, you know, put food on the table, pay the mortgage, pay a car payment. Maybe it's not going to be $10,000 a month, but if it's $1,000 a month or $500 a month, that might be enough to kind of keep you going you know, and enable you to do some things that maybe you're not able to do right now. And then if you can make $500 a month, think about this. If you can make $500 a month on a consistent basis, you can take those same uh, processes, procedures, and systems and scale them up to make even more. And so these are the kinds of things that people are doing. When you see folks walking across the stage and they're getting these massive checks, I can bet you money that they're not sitting at a vendor booth waiting on Aunt Sally to come up and buy their whatever. They're out there using these, um, these tools. They're leveraging the internet. They're using systems. They are thinking of ways to duplicate 
a process. They're thinking about processes, you know, but they're not sitting back waiting on someone else to take action for them. They're taking action and they're testing those results. And then if those results don't work, they try something else and they test that and see if that works. And if that works better, they utilize that. But I think I'm kind of getting ahead of myself. Um, anyway, um, leveraging the internet to sell products and services. And what that means is, you know, when I talk to people about blogging, they look at me like, I can't stand writing. I don't want to blog. I'm not thinking about blogging. Blogging is not, uh-uh, nope, not today, right? But when you think about passive income, and I'm just going to, I'm going to pull up my blog here just for a moment because I want you to understand. Let's see if I can get it on. Okay, here it is. Here, it's right here on the screen. <clears throat> okay, so here is my blog and just kind of ignore some of the stuff you see at the top. But this is my blog, right? Now, this looks like, you know, just a regular John Doe blog. Nothing special. However, each page on this blog represents an opportunity for me to earn income. So when you see a blog and you think, oh, this is just a bunch of words on paper, on a page rather, and you don't really understand what goes on behind the scenes, you wonder what the value is, right? But what I want you to think about is there's a blog here, which means there's tons of information, tons of pages, right? that people can review who are looking for the topic that I'm talking about. So lots of articles. Each one of these articles represents an income opportunity, okay? Now that's over and above anything that I might do uh, when it comes to teaching a course. And see, here are my courses right here. Uh, when it comes to my store, you know, I have an online store. I also have an Etsy store. Let me go back to my homepage. I have an Etsy store, so I can also earn from that Etsy store. I also have other blogs. So, you know, this is my, this is the, the banner that I made for my Etsy store. Um, but what I'm, what I'm, and I'm not, you know, showing you this to like throw off or anything. I'm showing you this because I want you to understand that this blog represents passive income for me. So I can write a, a blog post, I can post it, I can advertise it. And each time someone takes action on one of my blog posts, I earn money. So think about that. I have 10 pages here of blog posts. Um, things on attraction marketing, things on affiliate marketing, business ideas, things that are related to blogging. And there are even more topics, you know, that I cover. But what I want you to understand is that a blog at first glance looks like, you know, just a, a um, you know, it's just a blog. It's just a blog and it's not that exciting, right? But when you think about the fact that so many people want to work from home, when you think about the fact that so many people need to work from home, when you think about the fact that there are so many people who are living paycheck to paycheck, people who got burned during the pandemic because their job completely shut 
down. So they need to earn passive income. They need a way, even if they have to still get up and go out and make a living, they need a plan B. They need that passive income. They need a way to earn without being physically present. They want to be able to create a widget once and sell it online over and over and over. So just think about that for a moment. So that's what passive income is providing something of value to the market and getting paid for it without having to be present. Now, next we have residual income and residual income is just another form of passive income that happens when your earnings continue even after you've completed the work. So some examples of that include royalties from books, from art and from music. So when you think about, you know, writers, when they write a book, they go to a publishing company and that publishing company is responsible for getting that book out into the marketplace and getting it sold, you know, doing those commercials or doing the promotions or doing the book signings or whatever, you know, the publishing company is responsible for making sure that that book sells and they review the contents of the book before they accept it. And they say, yeah, we think this book will sell or no, sorry, we're not going to take your book this time. The same thing goes for art and the same thing goes for music. You know, there are music uh, publishers who are responsible agents and, and publishers who are responsible for making sure that a record gets airtime or they get TV time or video time or whatever so that that art or that music will sell. And so each time those, those pieces of, uh, of content are sold, the author or the artist or the musician gets a royalty. So that's considered residual income. Residual income just means that you continue to get paid over and over and over again um, when you uh, create something. Another way to get uh, residual income is through real estate. So if you have property and you rent your property out, you know, you can get paid rent for uh, your property. Think about the Airbnbs. You know, those are places that rent out rooms and they get paid by people who come to their, you know, place and they, you know, stay there. Um, there are other um, things that um, can result in residual income as well, like dividends and interest from investments. So residual income is really, um, I would say passive income and residual income are the ways that people are building life-changing income, but they're not doing it one at a time. They're not setting up, you know, calling Aunt Susie on the phone and setting up a meeting they're meeting with a zillion people at once, you know, using things like Zoom or using platforms like um, Google Meets or, you know, whatever platform you use for meetings, you can, you know, meet with a zillion people at once uh, versus, you know, doing that one by one thing. If you're selling a product or service, you can put it online. Think about books. Think about people who write books, writers, you know, they write a book, they put it on Amazon. Amazon is like the mammoth in the middle of the room when it comes to e-commerce. So Amazon can sell your book and each time your book sells, you get a portion of that sale. 
Um, there are lots of platforms out there that will enable you to sell artwork, you know, and there again, when you sell your artwork, you know, you get a commission. The same thing goes for music. And so when you think about all of the possibilities, when you think about all the ways that people are earning income, um, it's all about the, the way that you approach it. It's about the way that you think. It's about the way that you, um, the area of focus. So instead of putting your focus on active income, you start shifting some of that focus to, you know, finding things that you can do to earn passive or residual income. I'll give you another example, um, affiliate marketing. So with affiliate marketing, you have sponsors, you have people who will pay you if you send traffic to their site. So I have a blog and say, for instance, I put a link, an affiliate link on my site, someone clicks on it and goes to a, um, one of my sponsors. Some of my sponsors will only pay me a one-time fee, but it might be a nice little one-time fee. So, you know, I'll stick with that sponsor, but I get paid one time. I send that person to their site. They make a purchase and I get a percentage of that purchase or I get a fee. Now there are other sponsors out there who will pay me residual income. Those are the sponsors that I really, really like, you know, and you kind of, you know, you have to kind of think about uh, the pros and the benefits and the cons and all of that. When you, when you think about working with a sponsor, there are things that you need to look for. The thing that I look for is the reputation of the company, the name recognition or brand recognition. I think about the commission structure. Is it a product that I use? Is it a product that I like? Um, is it a company that I like? Do I like the company's philosophy? And so those are the things that I look for in a sponsor. But there are sponsors that'll pay you a one-time fee. You get that one-time fee and that's it. Then there are other sponsors who will pay you over and over and over and over. And those are the ones that I really like to work with because I can get residual income um, if I send someone to that person's or that company's site and they make a purchase, as long as that person stays engaged with that company, I'm going to make money. So I love that. I love the idea of partnering and earning residual income. The other way that you can earn residual income is by making things, creating things. So you make a widget once and you put it online and it sells and you can get paid for it over and over and over. And so we talk about, you know, a lot of these things that I'm talking about right now, um, we talk about in our newsletter. We talk about um, these things um, in other videos. And then there are also courses that I have put on my website where we talk about all this stuff because these are the kinds of conversations you need to have um, with your friends, with your relatives, especially those people who think that everything is a scam. What they don't understand is while they're sitting back being skeptical and not doing their own research, they're being left behind because there are so many people. The thing that I noticed too in my community, when the economy was supposedly doing really bad in like 2007 and 2008, 
The economy was supposedly doing really bad, right? But I would drive past the mall, and you know, at that time, malls were still a thing. Um, but I would drive past the mall, and it would be crowded with people. Like, what in the heck is going on? Where's the, you know, where's the, the uh, recession? You know, these people are not, they're not living like they're, they're having hard times. Um, however, things have changed. Now you go to the mall and you can shoot a cannonball in there and never hit anybody. Like nobody goes to the mall anymore. Um, but anyway, I digress. So the thing that you want to focus on, you want to take your focus from, and I'm not saying quit your job. I'm not saying, you know, don't do your best when you go to work. But what I am saying is start investigating ways that you can make passive and or residual income. You know, because the more you do that, the more you're going to understand how once you start really making passive income, you feel more confident even going to your nine to five job. You're no longer sitting back waiting for your boss to give you that 50 cent raise. You know, they would give you a 50 cent raise. Some of these companies give you a 50 cent raise and think you should be really like jumping for joy with that. Yeah, it's nice. It's an increase. But it's really, you know, when you think about sitting back and waiting on a company to take care of you, um, you know, it's not the end all be all. You don't want to live your life sitting around waiting on other people's uh, crumbs. So anyway, uh, residual income is a great way for you to earn um, without having to be physically present and you can earn over and over month by month. So now there are pros and cons, of course, to everything, right? So the, the goal for me has always been money that flows versus money that trickles in. So what that means is you want to, one of the benefits of, of passive or residual income is that you can sell to a global audience. That means that you can choose a platform like a YouTube channel, a podcast, a blog, or all of the above. And that platform can present for you, present your products and services. It can sell for you. It can take payments and it can follow up without you being physically present. You can earn 24 seven, even while you sleep. Now the drawbacks to passive and residual income means that when you launch a platform, when you launch your YouTube channel, when you launch your blog, when you launch your podcast, you may hear crickets for a while. You may have one person or two people or three people, or maybe your family members might listen or watch or read or whatever, but it might take you a while to grow an audience. Now, there are lots of strategies that you can use to get around this, but the thing that I want you to take away is that you need the right audience. You also need the know, like, and trust factor. So if people know you, like you, and trust you, they will be more comfortable pulling out their wallet and buying from you, right? You also need SEO and systems. So you need to understand the systems that you can put in place that will enable you to make passive and residual income. You also need to invest in knowledge. So whether you buy a course, whether you read a book, whether you find a mentor, whatever you need to do, you need to invest. And that means not always looking for the free stuff, but really investing in uh, learning about, you know, promoting and selling online. 
and leveraging the internet uh, to make all of that happen. The other thing, last but not least, you need is to create, to test, and to implement. And I kind of hinted about this earlier, but you need a, either you need a way to do it yourself or you need a team or even if you have your family members, you know, take a look at some of the things that you're doing and say, hey, what does this look like? And, you know, they'll probably give you honest feedback. You know, yeah, this looks great or no, please don't do that. Don't embarrass me, mom, you know, or whatever. Uh, but you want to be creating. You always want to be creating either content, products, services, something that will enable you to earn. And then once you create whatever it is, you want to test it. You want to put it out there so that your audience can see it. And, you know, sometimes they will like it and sometimes they will not. So you want to implement the things that they like. You want to implement the things that work. Now, drawbacks to active income. Now, we talked about, you know, active income, what it is, and the fact that it gives you, um, especially in the case of a job, active income gives you a steady paycheck. But then, you know, on the flip side of that, you have to be physically present every single day or have some kind of leave or vacation or sick time or something that you can take in the event that you are not able to perform your job. The other thing is that, um, you know, you always want to have a steady paycheck, but you... From the time factor, you know, the, the idea that you're trading time for money or you're doing a, a particular job and having to be physically present in order to do it can leave you in the lurch if your company decides to, you know, downsize, lay you off, close, all of those things. And so you don't want to put all your eggs in the active income basket. You want to... Um, switch from doing work one by one to doing work in bulk. And we kind of talked about that earlier as well. So now in conclusion, you want to have um, a switch. You want to make a switch from employee to boss, of course. And then you also want to make a switch from active income to passive income. And, you know, we talked about a blog and how each page of your blog, if done well, will represent a way for you to make passive income. In other words, you don't have to be physically present to earn from your blog. You don't have to be physically present to earn from your YouTube channel. You don't have to be physically present to earn from your podcast. However, if you continue to do things one by one, little by little, you're gonna have, you're gonna continue to have money that trickles in. You're never gonna be, and I won't say never, I'll never say never, but I'll say most likely, you will not be in a position to walk across that stage and get the one of those massive checks because you're still gonna be stuck in, you know, doing things on a small scale versus doing things on a larger scale. So I want you to think about those things and I am going to put the book on testing as well as the book by Robert Kiyosaki below this video. I want you to get these books and read them because 
Um, the book by Robert Kiyosaki was really eye-opening for me because I automatically thought that, you know, people that have businesses have it made, right? But no, people who have businesses um, have some of the same struggles if they're not doing their business the right way, they have some of the same struggles as employees. They're just doing, they're just having those struggles with themselves. Um, and so you don't want to be like that. You want to have a business that earns for you 24 seven. And so we'll talk more about this on a different video. This video has been 31 minutes, so I'm going to conclude and wrap it up. But I thank you for listening. And I hope to see you on the next video. Now, this video is also going to be uploaded in audio format to my podcast. So you can check it out um, on my podcast and um, I'll still, you know, list the, um, the books on my podcast page as well. So thanks for uh, listening. Thanks for watching. And I will see you on the next video. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Hey, Marvelyn Brown here. Um, I just want to give a quick shout out to our friends at Thrive Suite. Um, Thrive Suite is the all-in-one sales and marketing toolkit that enables you to automate your business from lead generation to purchase and follow-up. It's the tool that I use to create in a word business services. So this tool integrates with major brands, the brands that we're all using for our business, like MailChimp, HubSpot, WordPress, WooCommerce, and more. And it also includes an A-B testing engine. Now, if you want more information on this tool, visit innerwordservices.com forward slash thrive. Thank you.